570. An L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on a busy day on AM570 LA Sports. Jumped on today at 11 a.m. because of everything that happened last night. We have done Dodgers. We have done Lakers. We've also taken your calls today, Rodney. Uh, Has anything surprised you with what our listeners have had to say? No, not really. I think, uh, well, I think I was overwhelmed by the majority of folks were, were cool with the Westbrook trade. And I think I think the initial reaction from, I guess I thought from a lot of fans was, oh no, it's terrible, it's worse. Even the ones that said they didn't, they weren't, you know, in love with it, didn't say it was going to be horrible. So uh, maybe that shocked me a little bit. But uh, in, in terms of the Dodgers, uh, just winning, just dominant winning, and it's it's, it's almost. Like you, you said when when one of the callers called, forget about what happened last night. Forget about what happened all season long. It's about right now going forward. And right now going forward, you got to feel pretty good if you're a Dodger. No question about it. The trade deadline, it's in the books. It's official. Kevin, you have been keeping an eye on this. What do we need to know about the trade deadline? Well, all we need to know as uh, as it concerns the Dodgers is the major trade we've been talking about all morning and into the afternoon is now official. The Dodgers officially tweeted it out. They issued a press release that we are getting a Max Scherzer and Trey Turner coming to the Dodgers for the list of prospects that we discussed earlier, including Kerbert Ruiz. They have not made any other trades. The deadline is coming gone. I've not seen anything else trickle out over the last 10 minutes or so, so I believe the Dodgers are done. Okay, we do know Chris Bryant has gone to San Francisco. Yeah. Craig Kimbrell went to the White Sox. Right. I think Javi Baez went he, to the Mets. Yes, yeah, so now they have two superstar shortstops Ooh. who are pending free agents now. Of course, Francisco Lindor has been on the DL and may, or the IL and may be there for another couple of weeks. He so, was another Ooh. major uh, major move at the deadline here. So the Cubs basically just unloaded everybody. Almost oh, yeah. go. Everybody. And the, the Nationals sold off a bunch of guys too. Basically, everybody not named Juan Soto got traded by the Nationals today wow. as well. Yeah, I think Wait, so should... the Mets got the Mets got Javi Baez. Yeah, they did. They did. Mets, Mets, ooh, yeah. Mets are pretty good. Oh, no, the Mets are good. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you look at the way baseball organizations are operated, this is why the Dodgers don't have to do this. Because what happens is they have a plan. They follow the plan. So they never get into a position where, oh, my God, we're out of it, and we've spent way too much money on everybody trying to cling and hang on. we got to dump everybody, so we'll be dead for like three years. They don't operate that way. What you're seeing is very smart business conducted by Andrew Friedman. He knows how to build these yeah. organizations. And it's one thing to, okay, we can't keep this one guy or even, you know, more, maybe two guys, but we'll see we, with a lot of these teams, they're, they're dumping everybody. They're dumping all their stars. And just as a fan, it's got to be very frustrating if you're a Cub fan. You waited all this time. They, they ended up winning the World Series. You know, they kind of they were there a couple of years after that and made the playoffs. Uh, there's, there, there are players that helped get it done in Rizzo and Baez and Bryant, all gone. Uh, you know, same thing with Boston. I mean, just got rid of everybody. 
And I just, as a fan, you got to be, you just got to be frustrated and hating it, which is why I said earlier that you got to be blessed and, and thankful and grateful that you are a Dodger fan because that's not the way it works. I mean, there's no guarantee if you have this fire sale, you're going to get back there in three to five years and nope. replacing these guys. Nope. You know, do it one at a time. You've got to let some go, one go here, there. You, you got to do it. That's the nature of the beast. But to just get rid of everybody, to, to try to start all over, and do it again. It's just, ugh, makes me sick, Fred. Mike Rizzo, the GM of the Nationals, yesterday said in an interview, they said, well, you know, what do you expect the trade deadline to be? He said, everybody on the team is available except Juan Soto. Can you imagine <laughs> if you're a fan of the team, every single player could be gone except one. We're building around this one, and you're going to have to suck it up and gut it out as we all go through this together. God, that is, you don't want to be in a situation like that if you're an organization you certainly don't want to be like that if you're a fan. And you just want it. Yeah. Everybody you, must go. And everybody basically went. Uh, so, and, and Dodger fans, please remember that when Max Scherzer gets here, uh, I'm not sure Trey Turner will because he's in COVID protocol. Yeah. So I don't think we'll see him. And Kevin, I don't know if we have this or not till the end of next week. I believe that will be the timeline, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I mean, it was so bad, they yanked him off the field in the middle of a game because he had a COVID test. Yeah, well, we've yeah. seen that one before. With a guy named Turner. Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that happens mm -hmm. to all Turners. They yank you off the field in the would, middle if, of the game. If your name is Turner, you might as well you got sit an down. asterisk by your name? That's right. <laughs> if your name is Turner and you start the game, go sit down. <laughs> but don't go to an office <laughs> in the stadium and then come back out. People will yell at you for that. All right, the deal is done. David Vassay was on during the noon hour, and we asked him this question. Tell us how the Scherzer-Turner trade went down. I spoke to a source inside the Padres organization last night before first pitch, and they told me that they couldn't believe it, and it was a drastic turn of events. So that tells wow. you a lot of people with the Padres believe they had a deal for Max Scherzer. Apparently they did not. And they have now missed out on not only Max Scherzer, but also Joey Gallo after being very close to acquiring him before he went to the Yankees. So A.J. Preller was very close to acquiring both players, and he has come up with only Daniel Hudson and Adam Frazier. Um, the Padres are a still very good team, but that's that side of the inside story, Fred. The Dodgers side of it is, them just coming to the conclusion that they needed to get creative to include Cabert Ruiz in a package that would include Max Scherzer. And my understanding is this trade that we are seeing did not come to come into play until yesterday, which in included Trey Turner, Josiah Gray, and two good double A players for the Dodgers. So the Trey Turner part of this uh, really moved it forward, and that's why the Dodgers were able to be there to pick up the pieces for Max Scherzer. And don't forget, Max Scherzer had a lot to say about it as well with his 10-5 rights. And the one thing you can't discount as far as all that goes is the recruitment process that began in Denver, Colorado, with Dave Roberts being the all-star manager, naming Scherzer the all-star game starter, my understanding is Dave and Scherzer spent a lot of time together in Denver, and I'm sure Dave was selling Scherzer on how good it would be to have him in Los Angeles. Well, a couple of things there. First, the Padres thought they had him. Second, 
you know, when you want to sit here and, and criticize Dave Roberts, he was already putting this into place during the All-Star game. I found that fascinating. He had, you know what? He had an open invitation to talk to Scherzer. It's not tampering. No, he's the manager of the team. How could that be tampering? Just talking about baseball. That's it. I'm the manager, and... And I don't even know if there's such a thing in baseball like that, right? Um, If there isn't, there will be. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody will bitch about it. You know that. Uh, And again, flying under the radar is Trey Turner here. Now, I I made this point during the 11 o'clock hour. Max Scherzer, yes, he's the arm you need. We don't know if the Dodgers will sign him after this year. We have no idea. But you have Trey Turner for two more. That's the guy you need. He, he's not a guy under the radar. He's an all-star shortstop hitting over 300. One of the fastest guys in baseball. Good defensively. The guy is a complete and total stud. That, I thought, that, that was the icing on the cake. When they got Trey Turner, I thought, this is, this is a heist. They just showed up and robbed him. Yeah. Because that, you cannot minimize the importance of Trey Turner. No, not at all. I don't think he was on a lot of people's radar, except for within the Dodgers organization. Uh, you know, his name may have been thrown out there a little bit, but but I think the focal point was Scherzer. Can we get Scherzer? And then, you know, it comes out that we got Turner, too. So, you know, and, and we talked about it. Just, number one, it's a, a, he's a great player, and then it gives you that insurance policy because we got him a couple years that – determining what Corey Seager decides to do if he prices himself out of the Dodgers uh, checkbook, then you've got a guy that's that's very good right there to take his place. Now, lost in the shuffle in all of this, Dodger fans, they made another acquisition, acquired a left-hander, Danny Duffy. He should not be lost in the shuffle. Ain't no chop liver there either. That's what I'm saying. You cannot lose this guy and go, wow, who's that guy? Listen to David Vassay. Very good starter. When he's healthy, this is the second time he's been on the injured list with a left flexor strain. He hasn't pitched more than four innings in over a month, but what he does is add depth to the Dodgers pitching staff going into September because at 1 o'clock Pacific time today, you cannot add any more quality major league players. So that's why the Dodgers added Duffy. And you're right, Fred, lost in the shuffle but shouldn't be is Danny Duffy at Lompoc, California, big Laker fan, and he can do a great many things for the Dodgers, whether it's uh, starting or coming out of the bullpen, depending on how stretched out he is and depending on the health of his left arm. All right, so that's it for the Dodgers at the deadline, and you have to give them an A+. plus. Oh, yeah. Plus, plus. Yeah. They, they won they, it. They won the press conference. They won it. They won the trade deadline. Other big move yesterday – is the Lakers acquire Russell Westbrook from Washington and basically gave up everybody. I mean, the only two people left standing, I think, are uh, Taylor Horton Tucker and Alex Caruso. Technically, they're free agents, by the way. Right. So they're not even on the roster right now. Okay. And according to Fred, the Lakers will not win a title. That's right, with Russell Westbrook. Yep. Correct. That's not what I said. That's, uh, yeah, it is. Oh, you said yeah. Russell Westbrook will never win a championship never in his a NBA career. That no team wh- that has him on the roster will win we'll, a title. Will but never what, win a title. But you did not look deeply enough into the archives. I said, unless he's with A.D. LeBron on the Lakers. No, I don't try to change you know, it up. You know, no, I, I said no. that earlier. No, you, you know don't. What, Ronnie, no, I said earlier that. today. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah. earlier today. Right, well, that counts. <laughs> well, you know, maybe maybe Fred said that on The Beast, and that's why I couldn't find the archives. Thank you. We killed The Beast a couple of years ago, so that's why we couldn't find it. 
Thank you very much. You know, we feed on LA sports. And don't forget it. We cannibalize it. All right, so we had Bill Orem on the show, our Laker insider from The Athletic. And Bill said, as it comes to the Laker deal, role players are not going to matter. There's three guys on that team, and they need to stay healthy. It speaks to a great belief in that you can win as long as you have a healthy LeBron, a healthy AD, and, and now a healthy Russell Westbrook. That it doesn't really matter, not that you don't value who comes in, but that you can win with a rotating cast of, of players around, around them. It's not important who the sixth man on this team is. It's not important who the tenth man is. That you can, you can fill out a roster of one-year deals every summer as long as you've got that big three to be the center of everything. And it speaks to an incredible confidence in those three. But you also have to remember, you're dealing with a few guys who've got kind of checkered health histories now. I mean, obviously Anthony Davis has had his string of, of um, issues, Russell Westbrook also, and LeBron's 36 and has had you know his two most significant injuries uh, over the last two years, or excuse me, over the last three years. But you know what? If LeBron James isn't healthy, it doesn't matter who you bring in. It doesn't matter if you bring in, you know, um, you know, you know, short of Kevin Durant, it doesn't really matter who you're putting on the floor floor with them. The Lakers aren't going to win if LeBron isn't healthy. And there you go. And I think that's a fair point, Rodney. And that's the danger in this. You've well, not commi- the danger. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it is a danger, and obviously for Laker fans, it hits home because it's L.A. and it's happened to LeBron the last two out of three years and AD this past year. But look around the league. I mean, it, it was the case for the whole NBA in terms of injuries. So you're going to have to deal with that regardless. And you better have you better have some guys that can step up and play if if a guy happens or your star happens to go down for a bit. Uh, all right, I made the point to Bill that given what the Lakers have done, this is it. If they're all in on LeBron. They have to win now. This is kind of the last major move the Lakers had to make. You know, they 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 went all in, and, and, and I wrote this today in in my story at the Athletic. If you ever wondered what all in really looks like, this is it. The Lakers traded virtually every last tradable asset they have, and now they have you know, 120 plus million dollars in cap space locked up for next season in three players, 130 uh, in two years. So you're not going to have, you know, a lot of options to go get another big fish if Russell Westbrook doesn't work. So I think that we now know what the major pieces of the remainder of LeBron James's championship window with the Lakers is. Yeah, that's it. They're going to ride with these guys. You ride with them or you collide with them. Yeah. Because this is it. This is it, not only for, you know, you mentioned this, Fred, not for the Lakers and the players, but for Rob Palenka, this is all in. Because what looked like on paper as a great offseason last year, which which we championed, a lot of people did. We sure did. did. Lakers won the offseason, and it didn't turn out that way. Uh, Now they're all in on this. So this will be back-to-back offseason that we'll see what happens, but hopefully it works out, which I think it will, Fred. Now, well, now you asked bill about the future of dennis schroeder you'll remember dennis schroeder was in the plan and now maybe not so much so when the lakers came close to trading making the trade for kyle lowry you know that was because he had not willing to commit long term to the lakers for what they could offer and he kept saying he wanted to come back but he wanted to be fair um there were reports that he wanted you know a four-year contract of north of a hundred million dollars and in this point guard market i do not think he's going to get that um, there's not enough money to go around, and the Lakers obviously no longer have a need for him. So it may it may behoove them to work with him on a 
you know, on a, on a sign and trade uh, for, you know, who knows who, I mean, another shooter. I mean, the, the buddy healed thing, um, I suppose could still have legs if, if, if the Kings wanted Schroeder, but um, you know, that is not uh, a position of need for them. So to me, you know, I, I think there is a, a real a strong possibility here that Schroeder, who doesn't really owe the Lakers anything in this situation, uh, may just end up walking. Okay, and if he does walk, is that such a bad thing? I mean, it'd be great if they could get something back for him. Yeah, but if he walks, he what he did is he misplayed his hand. That's yeah, what if happened. If here. you're Dennis Schroeder, boy, ooh, are are you like kicking yourself right now? Oh yeah, eighty four million you left it on the table. Yeah, because you wanted a hundred. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you take the eighty-four. And absolutely, you smile. Say thank you. May I have another? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> the, the deal is now they don't need him, right? Yeah, and really, you don't want us. Okay, we're, we're bargaining in good faith here. You don't want us, no problem. We don't want you. They went out and fixed it. Yeah, it's a lesson. Uh, okay. 12 finalists will have the chance to win a Chevy Silverado at the last tour stop. Enter now at am570lasports.com slash Chevy. The Chevy Silverado, the number one selling full-size pickup in California. Details at am570lasports.com. Well, for both uh, Dodger and Laker fans, it has been a love fest. It's a day of excitement, certainly for the Dodgers. Got to wait for the Lakers to get going here, but for the Dodgers, it is enormous. And we must trumpet that and celebrate that. And we will do that next. Let us give you money. Your chance to win $1,000 is right now. Text the nationwide keyword green to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Once again, that's green to 200-200. Good luck. AM 570 LA Sports. Thanks for joining us on your ride. Thank you very much, yes. Speaking of which, traffic. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to 3. Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah. Cruising through on a Friday. A beautiful Friday it is, Freddie. Sure is. In a lot of ways. It's always beautiful outside in Southern California, but man. What a nice day to wake up to some great news. Yep. Dodger deal, official, confirmed. Laker deal will be announced as free agency period begins, but we know that as well. Yeah, if you're an L.A. sports fan today, you got to be thrilled. And remember this. If you don't win in this market, you're not relevant. With all due respect to every fan and every team, the only way you remain relevant is to win. Because there are too many options for your disposable income. Both the Dodgers and the Lakers understand that. The Rams understand that as well. Yes. I think you can make the argument now the Clippers understand that as well. Yes. You've got to win. Being here is not enough. We're not in Cincinnati where everybody's just happy to have you. There are too many choices and too many options right. here. And I think the Chargers are slowly understanding that now too. Yeah, they know they have to win. Yeah. And they have a roster in place where they can. It's an exciting time to be a, a sports fan here in L.A. And certainly with the two deals that the Dodgers and Lakers made last night. Uh, now, to celebrate this accomplishment and triumph, let's welcome on Vic the Brick for some spirituality and guidance with the Daily Haiku at 2, which today I have to do it, is at 135. No reason to shake your head. Vic, good afternoon. 
fans of the Sea of Dot. I'm feeling you. I am so blissed out. Good afternoon, Fred. Hello, Vic. Rodney, Pete, I know you got goosebumps today because you understand what transpired yesterday in the world of transactions. Rodney, Pete, now. I do, Vic. I got a whole bunch of big, giant goosebumps all over my body, Vic. Yes! Come on, now. Come on, now. Look at me. I'm cavelling. I'm looking at you, Vic. I'm cavelling. Vic, don't you want to make your happy sound? <laughs> happy sound. Whoa. That is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Stop it, Fred. You know, it's like beating the hated ones 11 nothing up there to accomplish this insane transaction. And again, it's the way of Friedman. It's the way of Andrew. Just when you think Scherzer is going to the Padres, all of a sudden comes up with a sweet, sweet deal that no one saw coming. But obviously they've been planting seeds in the farm system for a long time. To, this is no accident. You've got your Ruiz. You know, everyone wanted a piece of Ruiz. And the Dodgers are solid at catcher, so it wasn't like, well, you know, the Dodgers are really losing a, a key piece of the, of the future. It was just an amazing, uh, I'm calling it the greatest trading day in the history of Los Angeles sports. You wouldn't be far off, Vic. We've all been here in at least you know, four, 35, 40 years of covering it daily. And when, you, when the Lakers first triggered the transaction for Russell, I said, wow, they've given it up, man. They've given it up. And Russell's coming home, losing a high. UCLA, he's an L.A. guy. He's hungry, never won a championship. And he's going to run with, with, you know, with Brian and A.D., come on. Sensational, I don't care who they gave up. They're all inconsistent anyway. Kuzma, inconsistent. KCP, had a nice playoff run, but still inconsistent. Uh, Trez Harrell never fit in. And the, you know, the 22nd pick is, uh, is Flotsam and Jetsam. So, Polinka did a great job. And Friedman once again shows why he is the greatest uh, GM in, in all of baseball. El Presidente, the baseball ops, Andrew Friedman, much love. And just an incredible, incredible trade and spin and what a gift for fans of the Dodgers and the Lakers he's executive producer the Rogan and Rodney show please put your hands together it's Kevin Figgis now King Flavor having the time of his life I am blissed out on the blue y'all and his hands always steady like Sue Lee on the parallel bars. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, the master of all audio, time, and space is Ronnie Facio. VTB. Oh, what's on spend this weekend, y'all? Technology and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Greatest single.
single day of transactions in Los Angeles sports history. Yes, Vic. Now, you know, let's face it, there's been some amazing trades. Uh, you know, the blockbusters come to mind you know, over the decades. Of course, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar from Milwaukee was an incredible, incredible deal. To me, I think it's first and foremost to bring Jabbar to Los Angeles was uh, insanely amazing. How about Wayne Gretzky? This is two in one day. Wait, how about this Wayne? is two Vic. separate sports in one day within listen, hours. Still doesn't listen. Vic, how about Wayne Gretzky <laughs> to the Kings? Just what a you know a, a sport that you know eighteen thousand or into, and it was a great day for hockey in Los Angeles. But that was it, one sport. Shot at the this Kings. is well, I think that two is a bit sports, major sports. This is Dodgers, Lakers. Yeah, no, that's true, Vic. But I mean, in in your list of other great trades. Oh, great transactions. Yeah. Yeah, Gretzky's up there. Jabbar's up there. But nothing like a one. This, this one-two punch is mind-boggling. Yeah. You know, as was Gretzky. It's a great point with the great one. To bring 99 in from Edmonton in 88. Was it 88? No. I believe it was. Was it's, it 88? When, it's, when I, it's when I came down from, from Fresno. Yeah. From San Joaquin. Were you happy? Everyone thought I brought Gretzky with me, and I said, "No, I didn't bring Gret. No. I didn't bring Gretz with me." No. Were you happy to get out of Fresno? Well, mixed emotions. I love Fresno and the people, the San Joaquin Valley, the beautiful people. And you know me, I love honeydews. I'm addicted to melons. Oh, it was '88. So, so I was, I was in, in a, I was in melon heaven, in the San Joaquin, the greatest melons in the world. Vic, you like the melons? Oh, look at me. Melon heaven. Look at him. Melon heaven. Make you like the honeydew, the cantaloupe. Make you like a firm melon or more of a soft melon? Firm. Yeah. S soft melon, forget about it. It's got to be firm. You like to wrap your hands right around that melon. Slightly firm. Yeah. But, of course, taste taste is the key. It's got to be, oh, you sure. know. You want a melon, so you can wrap your hands around that, that tastes good and slightly firm. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. But, you know, back in the day when I was living, you know, in Fresno, all the great melons were shipped directly to Japan. I mean, Japan would pay like, you know, $300 for a honeydew. Right. You like a succulent melon. I do. $300 for oh, a honeydew? At least $300 for a honeydew. And what did you say, Fred? It was succulent? That's what Vic likes. A semi-firm, succulent melon that he can wrap his hands around. That's his melon. Well, we talked watermelon yesterday, yeah. and today we're talking a honeydew and cantaloupe. Right. Are you guys into those tropical melons? You know, like from, uh, you know, those um, like wacky a, uh, like a mango fruits. Not the mango. Even more exotic. You know, from Malaysia and Indonesia, those wacky fruits with the spikes on them. What What would be a Malaysian melon, Vic? Oh. It. You know it. it I forgot the name. Breadfruit—it's like a breadfruit family, I believe. Oh. I, I lived on breadfruit for months when I was in, in the South Seas. I don't want a melon that tastes like South bread. Seas. Are you are you no, a big fan of? Uh, for some, it's called lychee. Some lychee. Are you like the lychee? Oh, lychee nuts. Yeah. I had lychee this week. Oh, the lychee. I had some lychee nuts this week. Lychees are good. Very lychee. good for you, the lychee nut. Very low in calories, high in. I think I, I think there's some great antioxidants in the in the lychee nut. How about fiber, Vic? You need fiber. I do need fiber. I believe the lychee nut is good fiber too. It's a nut. You know, it's nuts a nut? are very good for fiber. It's a nut. 
thought it was a fruit. It could be a nut or a fruit. That's a great question. Hmm. I feel like it can't be one or the other. It has to be. Hey, what is it? <laughs> it's, like, it's like a tomato. Is it a fruit no, or a vegetable? No, a tomato is a fruit. It grows on a tree. A tomato, uh, oh, tomato grows out of the ground. Trust me, Vic, a tomato is a fruit. It's a ground fruit. Yes, yes. still a fruit. <laughs> a little-known ground fruit. Ground fruit. Yes. You got tree fruits, you got ground fruits. We are so lucky to have fruits. Can I just say? Yes. <laughs> just to have fruit is such a blessing. I found something, Vic, called a Kawano melon that has spikes on it. Is that what you're talking about? Was it uh, originated from uh, South Southeast Asia? This says Africa. Close enough, Vic. I, not really. Say that's very close at all. Frick. There's a spiky melon out there that's called a jackfruit. Yeah, jack jackfruit. Jackfruit. Yeah. Jackfruit. That's a good call. Good. Yeah. good call. Good call, Ronnie. Jackfruit. And if you if you go into the market, and you go into the exotic fruit section, you can pick up some jackfruit here in LA, and they're fantastic. Don't yes, be afraid of the smell. Quite bizarre looking. Don't as be well. afraid. Vic, embrace yes. it. No, don't embrace, embrace the, the aroma. Smell. If the smell is bad, you don't want to eat it. That's the key. <laughs> What's the key? To overcome your your you know your your senses and you know crack one of those jackfruit open and it's like nothing you've ever tasted before. Luscious. Vic, you go to I a go, I, Vic, you go to a restaurant. Ignore the order, smell. You order food. <laughs> they bring the food out. It smells. What do you say? I'm going to ignore that, and I'm going to eat that food? <laughs> no, Vic. You don't eat something that smells bad. Nobody does that. But if you're dealing with the jackfruit, Fred, you are dealing with an aroma. Well, then don't eat it. It's some bad oh, jack. Oh, delve into it. Delve into the unknown, Fred. Jump into the unknown. No, Vic. Okay. Listen, I, I've, been, I've been jumping into the unknown. I've been watching Americans... Women's rugby all week from uh, Tokyo. Yes. <laughs> and I've, I've been ha so happy watch, watching uh, our American women you know, kick some serious tuchus in, in, in Japan. I said it yesterday, Vic. Those women will split you in half. Those women will oh, teach you man. things you've never seen before. Those women will put you in traction, Vic. Vic I, I, I've, I've seen some tackles, some tackles by the American women tackles. that are so, are so savage. Savage. Some cackles? Yeah. Some tackles. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how how the op opponents oh, get tackles. Up. Oh, tackles. I mean, you know, r perfect. You know, textbook tackles. Yeah, Vic. Let me tell you something. You know, you, you don't ever see in the NFL. Yeah, Vic. Those women will make you bark like a coyote. What? That's how hard they're going to put it on him. <laughs> I look forward to that. Vic, are they getting Tokyo right? Are they doing a better job, Vic? Fred is doing a better job. Freddy, Thank you, Vic. I Fred, am. Fred is, I think, Fred, are you, are you, are you, uh, Is he influencing Colleen? That, uh, that call because of Yuko and myself? Are, are you now comfortable with Tokyo? Yes, and I'm saying it that way every day, Vic. And we watch and we say, yeah. Yeah. Break yourself away from the pack. You should tell your friend Toriko how to pronounce it. Uh, Vic, I'm not calling Toriko. <laughs> and you got you got some Australian host. I mean, you know, you know doing the American uh, 
stand-ups from Tokyo? Don't, uh, uh, aren't there enough American broadcasters? Uh, uh, you got really? He's just babbling. Vic, she's from London. Oh. Yeah, again, let, you know, <laughs> don't we have enough <laughs> American broadcasters to do our own games? Like, we don't have enough experts? Are you kidding me? It's a world game, Vic. It's the Olympics. I understand, but, you know, I, I, I prefer Tariqa. I was doing, you know, sensational. But I, I would prefer... You know, everyone doing their own thing. You know, if if, if you're if you're English, you do the to, English side. You want to stick to the BBC? Yes. Well, I think she hosts Premier Soccer for NBC. She definitely does. She's one of the premier broadcasters for NBC. That's why she's there. I'm oh, sure. Vic. I want to see a little more American flavor doing uh, some broadcasting from Tokyo. Just Tokyo. That's, some, that's just my end. You know, Maria how, I, how I roll. Maria Taylor's out that's there doing her thing, Vic. She's good. I mean, they're all good. They're, everyone's got their act together. You know, they've all done their research, and they're, they're doing fantastic. But let's 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 not stray from the point. What is the point? Dodger fans feeling you bliss out on the blue. I lost the point. <laughs> I didn't even know what the point was. <laughs> I have a haiku for you. Okay. Oh yeah. On this magical Friday. Yeah. July the thirtieth. Yeah. Greatest individual day in LA sports in terms of transactions. Yes. This is for, this is from Chio. Chio, she's a lady. Chio. Chio, she's a lady. Chio, C H I Y O. One corner, I untie of my mosquito net, and lo, I see the moon on high. I'm feeling you. Chio, a lady. Chio out in the tent. Chio out camping. Wanted to take Chio. a peek at the moon, right? You know, I think we're all seeing the moon on high tonight with the with the latest the latest you know deals pulled off by Friedman and Palenka. This is just a great day for Los Angeles, I, and what a stretch run it's going to be for the Dodgers! What a stretch run! I, I think the hated game... ones, hated ones, we're in your jock now, y'all. Okay, let's not go on anybody's jock, Vic. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm, I'm Vic, going, man. No, Vic, I don't want to. I'm not going. Get in, up in there, Vic. Bryant, Get I know they got Bryant. Get up in that jock. We're coming. No, Vic, we're not. Dodgers are coming, Giants. We're not. Dodgers are coming. Okay, good God, Vic. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting all up in their jock, Vic. I don't want to be in somebody's jock. <laughs> Apparently, we're coming. <laughs> Rodney Peace, an athlete. Rodney Peace, a father. Rodney Peace, an LA icon. Rodney Peace, and this guy. Red Rogan. AM 570, LA Sports. Hey, make sure you listen to Petros and Money for your chance to win. The circus is back. Escape rooms, virtual reality, Indian classic arcade video games, custom built midway games, robots, brews, grub. It's going to be great. Two Bit Circus is the world's first micro amusement park with multi person VR games and more. Now open in downtown LA. At info at twobitcircus.com. Ronnie, Kevin, thank you guys for coming in early today.
I'm glad we could be here. Rodney, have a terrific weekend. Fantastic, friend. Way to go, Dodgers. Way to go, Lakers. Let's go. So I'm stressing. Cause we're more to be free than a life in the bin. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to think ahead, so I fight with my pen. Late night, down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say. Live and die in LA.